three, All right. two, one. Let's do it. Yeah. Welcome back to the Rap Drugs Pod. Oh, another week of trouble we're getting ourselves into. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting deeper into these fucking CIA files. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, exposing the, the CIA. lack thereof files. You know, the, <laughs> lack burn, thereof. the burning yeah. of files. We go to the burn master himself today with uh, Sidney Golub. The biggest name in MK Ultra. Yeah. Or the biggest name pushed out of MK Ultra. <laughs> yeah. The the so called possible brainchild, which uh I would disagree with. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Uh do you should I just start going? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Let's let's cover whatever you, you think is most important and I'll use the I, notes we got to go from from there. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, I kinda I kinda went through his whole life kinda kinda fig- tried to figure out who this guy kinda was. Because I'd, I'd seen from a couple different sources that basically he's pushed as kind of like a patsy, you know, uh, scapegoat for this whole thing. Like he's propped up as the main person who was perpetrating all this stuff. Yeah. When it's, uh, it's really just a multi-organization kind of operation that's been going on for way longer than Sydney Godley's been in the CIA. But, uh, <laughs> uh so he, he started out, he's, I guess, a Hungarian-born guy, or he was born maybe to Hungarian immigrants who moved to the United States, something like that, one of the two. Uh, his parents were Jewish. He's often referred to as, uh, as Jewish, or like, one article I read called him a New York Jew. Like, he's, it's, yeah. which, Orthodox yeah, just. Or something even. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is he never really was, he, his parents were, he, he actually uh, tried to followed a couple different religious spiritualities, I guess. He was a really spiritual guy, it sounded like. He, he tried, like, Zen Buddhism and Christianity and just searched a bunch of different things. And uh, apparently he, he applied, tried to uh, join the war for World War II, but he had, like, a club foot or something. So he didn't make the cut, dodged the draft on that, and he uh, spent World War II doing folk dancing. And yeah. he was uh, into goat herding. I don't know when he got into the goat herding. He might have been into it the whole time he was working at the cia but he had like a goat farm that was he lived in like his a, uh chemistry degree yeah at, oh yeah from university of wisconsin yeah yeah he did go to the university and get a chemistry degree but uh yeah, eventually excelled. oh did he excelled even yeah oh he yeah created with summa cum laude so he what? um really well like distinction highest okay yeah, that's probably important to some some other people. Might mean someone something to someone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what that is. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, he he did that. But yeah, maybe he did it. Maybe that's just a propaganda piece. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> just did his club foot and his dancing. Yeah, just <laughs> dancing. Yeah, yeah, apparently. So that's what he was doing. He was dancing and uh and doing the goat herding maybe or that goat herding, yeah yeah might have been later uh but uh eventually I, I think it's 1951 1952 so right around when you know bluebird and artichoke are already starting like the cia is starting to take control of all these projects like insane if you want to hear more about that check our older episodes welcome to the oss and stuff like that 
Yeah, but, uh, Project Chatter, Project Bluebird. Yeah. This came out uh, last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's, he's just jumping in. He's getting hired, and he gets hired as a chemist, obviously, because that's what he's uh, experienced in. And he works on a lot of, like, different stuff. He's, he gets, like, a couple nicknames called, like, the Black Sorcerer and uh, the Evil Trickster or something like that. He had a couple yeah. names. Some sort of Dose Master name. Yeah. Yeah, he, he just just from all his uh, different things he tried. Like, there was a famous, uh, I don't know if you remember the, 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 there was a gun that people found out about from the CIA. It was, like, a leaked gun that it, it had, like, a shellfish toxin in it. Nice. And you know it would it would you would shoot someone and it you couldn't you couldn't uh, trace it into their body but it would give them a heart attack and you could shoot it from a distance. It was pretty nice. famous in the news. I don't know if what you remember that, this. Like the Breaking Bad resin gun. <laughs> no, sort of. <laughs> it was made from a uh, shellfish poison. <clears throat> True. And uh, apparently, yeah, that was a famous thing that happened. But apparently, he was the guy that invented that. It didn't end up catching on a court of the CIA. They said they never used it because uh, wind would just blow it away like it was a dart, and the wind would just blow it away. They were like, they, apparently all his plans were pretty shitty. Uh, the CIA yeah. often were just would would go with the, uh, what's called the eight cent option, which is eight cents is the price of a bullet. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, I heard <laughs> that's a good option. <laughs> uh, but also heard he, he kiboshed some or some of the assassinations he tried to order were just like nah we're not gonna do that we're gonna bury yeah bury this yeah, instead. Like, <laughs> he, he, yeah. Like, i'm not gonna put up, the i'm not gonna put the poison on this guy's toothbrush i don't know how it yeah was. it was just like crazy plans i mean i feel like they've tried his i feel like he was involved with a lot of the castro plans I know one yeah. he he wanted to do, but they didn't go with was uh they wanted to do an aerosol spray while he was doing a radio show because Castro used to do propaganda over the radio. Nice. So they, they were trying to yeah because they they we have talked about how they that's like us <laughs> world leaders before yeah <laughs> <laughs> some might say yeah. some might say if they do they're intelligence agents <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah. If I'm, I know what LSD's like, though, so I'll be able to tell if I get those. Exactly. Can't, can't pull that shit on me. Exactly. Well, maybe if you give me like a thousand. That's that's, that's <laughs> why I'm. That's why I've been. Ex I'm doing testing and research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, if you hand me a cigar that's explosives, like, uh, I think I'll. I think I'll pick up on it. I think I'll know. Yeah. yeah. I also don't smoke as many cigars as Fidel, so like I'll probably unwrap it and try to use it as a blunt. So like not a yeah. good idea to put something in it. <laughs> poison the cigar paper. <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't you just do that? Dip the cigar in like scissor and then like shoot him while he's fucking and leaned out like Lil Wayne. <laughs> like, or OD him on scissor. Oh, even smarter. <laughs> Give him the activist. Yeah, yeah I think it I think you and Sydney Gottlieb would have got along pretty well. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like some of his plans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get him Lil Wayne out and then just fucking OD him. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. sprinkle some more drugs on him before you leave. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, lots, lots of other crazy shit um, yeah. he had been up to. 
<laughs> what did he do before the CIA even though? Like was he I don't know, I couldn't OSS figure crew? Sorry. Did it was he part of the OSS crew or No, not at all. He couldn't he couldn't get into the OSS cuz uh, cuz it was club foot. I don't know. He never applied to be OSS or was never attracted. He didn't join until yeah. the CIA was already created. Yeah, cuz that's true. A lot of the OSS began in, during World War II. Yeah, exactly. So still accessible. He was just being a bum back then apparently. He was just, you know, doing doing dancing. Well, yeah. According to his biographies. Yeah, well there's a really interesting uh poisoner in chief. That was one of his nicknames. Yeah. From Stephen Kinzer. But yeah, yeah. That, that the article is pretty interesting there from the New York Times like it's a good story especially for you you psychedelic fanatics. Uh it is the research in psychedelic drugs pod after all. Yeah. We Sydney Gobbly dosed a lot of people, but like uh one of the stories that, that I thought was interesting was the the one about our Gordon Wasson there. Like set off okay. for southern Mexico to experience a sacred Indian ceremony, removed yeah. by the pathway to the divine. Wasson later extolled the mystical effects of what he called the magic mushroom, the Mexican plant used in the ceremony. In a 1957 photo essay for Life magazine, so just a journalist, I think. Yeah. Wasson's article, re read by millions, helped set the stage for an eventual cultural revolution that peaked with Timothy Leary, the former Harvard professor who proselytized for LSD, called on Americans to turn on, tune in, drop out. The seminal role of Wasson's trip played in promoting mind-bending drugs and the accompanying cultural revolution has been described before, including in Michael Pollan's recent book, How to Change Your Mind. But a new biography by Stephen Kinzer, Propaganda, a former foreign <laughs> correspondent for the New York Times, adds a key detail to this fascinating history. Poisoner-in-Chief, Sidney Gottlieb in the CIA search for mind control. My gay fantasy of Sidney Gottlieb and me. <laughs> <laughs> describes how unbeknown to Wasson, the spy agency was funding his travel. In fact, Wasson's trip would electrify mind control experimenters in Washington whose ambitions were vastly different from his own. So they were saying that Wasson's trip was funded by the CIA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that story's crazy because it's just like, that goes to show you like you don't know who is a CIA officer. Like yeah. that guy didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Either that's complete bullshit, or yeah, that's the other thing. Or they've just created psychedelic culture to distribute it to Charlie Manson and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It, you never know with these things. One one thing we got to point out, like the source here is a uh, the Stephen Kinzer guy, which yeah. uh, I came to learn through our research is like he's basically. Uh, He's basically a propagandist. He's been he's been criticizing people such as Noam Chomsky as a propagandist, and he's uh he pre pretty much pushes that Sidney Gottlieb was like formed the CIA to be more about these programs when like Sidney Gottlieb's really an outsider and I think used more as a scapegoat and distraction from people like uh. I forget the guy from Project Artichoke, the heads of Project Artichoke with Paul. I, fuck, I wish I remember that Charlie guy's Poulos. name. 
Oh no. You you'll have to watch the last episode. Yeah, you have to watch the last episode to get that guy's name. But yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's just a distraction to fucking so you don't look deeper into these other people who are more protected by the CIA. Yeah, exactly. They talk about the same people over and over again. He even calls him an Orthodox Jewish family. Like Hungarian Jew, maybe there are Orthodox, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh with talking about Godlieb, also talks about Alan Duels, talks about Frank Olson. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the stuff that's already really known. Yeah, exactly. From Frank Church and John Mark's book. Yeah. So these guys did put a lot of the groundwork in, in the seventies. And uh, no, nothing else has really came out since, which is pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, the, the, so yeah, they try to push Godlib as it because like you're saying, the credentials, although he did do well in you, like uh, as a scientist, he doesn't have any sort of other war type of background which is what they look for or what the cia prides against other stuff or these agents yeah do. so they think like oh yeah we push him and mk ultra can be more synonymous with conspiracy jokes and tinfoil hats and that kind of stuff yeah exactly when we we personally know there's a lot to mind-altering substances and human experiments and they're like you don't destroy documents that you know have to end up public because yeah you weren't on to something <laughs> yeah exactly and it wasn't like Sidney Gottlieb fucking destroyed these documents it was uh Richard Helms the deputy director under Alan Dulles who becomes the director of the CIA after Alan Dulles uh gets fired for the Bay of Pigs a failed CIA operation in Cuba yeah uh, yeah, Alan Duels was a mess. A joke. He led a lot of bad stuff, like coop, the coup in Iran, the coup in Guatemala. Yeah, he Fake pretty much ran the CIA since World War II, during the Cold War, doing all that fucked up coups. All these yeah. bad ideas. He was the reason why the U.S. was playing catch-up up until they got to the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, the... The main thing, though, is like they they did highlight that Godlib, even if he was in charge of MK Ultra, wasn't MK Ultra was like very much responsible for dosing tons and tons of people and analyzing parapsychology, like what can people handle, how far can people go. So yeah, before we get into this article like this older article from the New Yorker. It looks like it's from 2013. Um, got an article from Independent. Okay. Which we did cover most of, but a very, very interesting one there. It says, from the early 50s through most of the 60s, hundreds of American citizens were administered mind-altering drugs. One mental patient in Kentucky was given LSD for 174 consecutive days. <laughs> so, like... Lucky guy, mate. Lucky like guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boo-hoo. What's no. <laughs> <laughs> he complaining about? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, he, he, his family was well compensated. Yeah. Or he was if he did survive it. <laughs> In all, <laughs> the agency conducted 149 mind control experiments. Weird that they'd even come up with a number when who knows how many they actually did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. 100%. Yeah. yeah, whoever's making numbers up is just fucking. Yeah, why did you put that? Did 140? Like, you could even have said known at the very least. But yeah, at least one participant in question marks died as a result of this experiment, and several others went mad. But I, I don't know if I, if this was in another article or I'm going to come across this eventually, but like, there was some sort of connection about finding people that were vulnerable. Or like disappearing bodies that could easily disappear. Yeah. Well, I like, someone had made that comment. It's I don't think it's that's explicitly stated. May, it might have been, but that's who they okay. targeted. They generally went after like people that they thought were poor and would would like you know they went after like I don't know people well, who would get prostitutes. And, yeah, and prostitutes. Like that was a big yeah. thing. Johns and prostitutes, like. That was that was what they were all about. I mean, George White pretended to be a pimp. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And he yeah. was a narcotics officer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, ex- at least you know? one participant like that's a that's a fair <laughs> estimate, at least one. Yeah. Like and I, then you could probably also say at least 100 and not be wrong either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And several others went mad. That's well, that's go- bound to happen with psychological interrogation. Probably has nothing to do with the psycho- psychedelic factor. Yeah. <laughs> I still am curious, like, because I've heard, like, the argument, I think, is the problem. Because I've heard that you're just as likely to be schizophrenic whether you do drugs or not. Yeah, like, I don't know. Oh, there's I mean, no we need... afterthought correlation. Like maybe you get, you get, like schizophrenia sooner if you're doing them. But yeah, I think that. Like, and I've had thing. a drug like... psychosis. So like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, from what I understand, the theory is that like it it does trigger it when maybe it would not have been triggered. But I feel like it just needs to be something that's researched more. I feel like it's, it's all just guess, guessing at this point. They don't know. They don't know what causes schizophrenia. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is why we need more research with these psychedelic drugs. Whether or exactly. not they actually are like schizophrenia or not is to be debated. We definitely know they're probably not. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. There was some older studies in the 30s I remember reading about. I think we talked about earlier with like, uh, they were, they thought maybe schizophrenia and like hallucinations by peyote could have been the same thing. But then when they gave people with schizophrenia peyote, they found that uh, they could tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because of all the vomiting, yeah. Because of all the vomiting. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. 
that shit came up. But yeah, the, lots of drugging in brothels here. Yeah. Let's see here, it all came out. Just trying to see. I'm going to see. I know we missed some stuff that's in this last bit with the New Yorker, so let's get into it. Okay. So yeah, in the New Yorker magazine, it, start, it starts it in the summer of 1960. Sidney Godley, a CIA chemist, flew to the Congo with a carry-on bag. So in 1960, he's a chemist, but somehow he also was the mastermind of MK Ultra <laughs> in 1952. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely weird to yeah. consider both sides. <laughs> containing vials of poison and a hypodermic syringe. It was an era of relative subtlety among CIA assassins. The toxins were intended for food, drink, or toothpaste <laughs> of Patrice <laughs> Lamumba, Congo's prime minister, who in judgment of the Eisenhower administration had gone soft of communism. Upon his arrival, as Tim Weiner recounts in his history of the CIA, Godlib handled his kit to Larry De Devlin, senior CIA officer in Leopoldville. Devlin asked who had ordered the hit, the president, God that assured him. In later testimony, Devlin said he felt ashamed of the, the command. He buried the poisons in a riverbank and helped find an indirect way to eliminate Lumamba by bankrolling and arming political enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Following January, Lumamba was executed by the Belgian military. So that, that's pretty, pretty funny facts. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not that funny, really. Yeah. Yeah, there was some pretty crazy, crazy assassination plots, like you're saying. Yeah, but they were always super unsuccessful. That's one thing that Sidney Godleaf says is that nothing he ever did, I think, was ever successful. At yeah. least he says that. Yeah, exactly. And then this counterpunch.org in uh, 2017 talks a bit about the death of or possible murder of Frank Olson was but a hint of enormous secret CIA program of research into techniques of mind alteration and control. The whole enterprise was assigned the code name MKUltra and was run out of the CIA's technical services division headed in the 1950s by Willis Gibbons, a former executive of the U.S. Rubber Company. In the division's laboratories and workshops, researchers labored on poisons, gadgets designed to maim and kill, techniques of torture, and implements to carry such techniques to agonizing fruition. Here also were developed surveillance equipment and kindred tools of espionage trade. All of these activities were made the technical services division a vital partner of the covert operations wing of the agency. So U.S. rubber company, we're, we're seeing back then in the 50s even, like there's these corporate state companies. Yeah. So who knows what companies out there today are, are the same just thing, working but it in would the corporate seem like state. Like, I don't want to say this, but I would yeah. think it would be Tesla and SpaceX okay. seems extremely obvious. You think like so? Hardcore, hardcore military engineering. They're doing space exploration yeah. type stuff. Like, yeah, all this money funding through the stock market and all these 
other car companies that are owned by the government are also stock market listed. Like, uh, I don't know. PayPal got big by being a contractor of eBay. Yeah. (laughs) And early government could even, early internet could even have been a thing of government control. Like we don't know that. Yeah. Like as much as I'd like to believe otherwise, who knows? It's hard to say. I mean, it's all whether, controlled by military and whether universe. Elon knows it or not. Yeah, that's true too. Have been pushed in this direction. Yeah. Yeah. Who exactly. knows? There might have been people around him when he was doing PayPal saying, you know, you should work on spaceships. Well, maybe <laughs> that's why he was so such an outspoken critic to COVID, even. Maybe that's yeah. because he's a Donald Trump asset. Yeah, because he had a really weird opinion, I feel like. It yeah, it wasn't in it was but it was biased as shit. Yeah. Hundred percent. He definitely had like I don't know, an opinion that he was trying to get out there. Yeah. And based on weird information. Very convenient information. But yeah. that was my that's my opinion on his opinion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was pretty uh different, but I don't know. Tesla's Tesla's also some cool ass shit. SpaceX is cool shit. So, yeah, don't both he, he, uh, awesome companies. I definitely uh, hope they're. I I like I like what they're doing still. Yeah, and I also know like Roomba iRobot is like has contracts with the U.S. military, but I think the Roomba is cool as shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a problem. If it is, I'm just saying it's a poss- It's a big possibility. It's something to consider. And because he's a billionaire, there's very select few amount of billionaires in the world. So like the fact that PayPal mafia all became billionaires is kind of like anyone who's a billionaire is suspicious to me. If you haven't noticed by me calling out Facebook and yeah, everything else under the sun, hundred percent that's ran by billionaires and Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're just super suspicious of everybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. All these people who got money and power and positions. Or why? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. How do you how do you get a billion dollars, Les Wexner? By selling underwear and candles? (laughs) Like that's not that doesn't seem likely to me. Yeah. Like fucking how many fucking crazy ass people do you know selling fucking candles? They started selling (laughs) underwear too. No fucking (laughs) dollars. Yeah. Who, is, who is this Les Wexner guy? He's fucking Birdman and Lil Wayne? Like, yeah. Like fucking Jeff Epstein's Lil Wayne? Like, what the fuck? Like, these guys are like, get, work until I get a billion dollars. Like, what the fuck? Like, how did this guy get all this fucking money? Like, for real? Yeah. Like, for real. And through the company. Like, yeah. is women's underwear really that expensive? <laughs> uh, you got $12 billion from women's underwear and candles. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 100%. And yeah, that's why it's also hard to believe. Did is God Lieb really the mastermind of MK Ultra when he's like just a scientist, a smart ass scientist? Mind. Yeah. But yeah, smart guy. Did some smart things. Yeah. And we know Alan Duell's strategically fucked up guy also. Yeah. Alan Duell's and Richard Helm strategically kept him around. Seems more to blame him on things. (laughs) <laughs> that's how i feel yeah they act like he he established these friendships with them 
and that's how he was able to control the CIA, even though everyone hated him. But it's like, no, they they knew what they were doing from the start. You, that's what they do. They hire people to keep them one step away from the issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you watch from our earlier pods too, Godlib as well says himself said the creation of MK Ultra was inspired by reports of mind control work in Soviet Union research on top secret research on mind control and uh, China, their his- history of psychedelics and the secrets of unit of 731. Uh, you can watch more on rap drugs pod previous episodes. He said that. Yeah. Uh, he, like, <laughs> I'm reading this. He said that in this article from uh counterpart.org. <laughs> yeah. You probably are going to erase it. I think it's a .org, so it's probably like Wikipedia where like anyone can write stuff in, but who knows? I'm just reading the quotes, but he also <laughs> said he's a big advocate of Rap Drugs Pod. Uh, <laughs> it was the reason he killed himself because he realized the harm he'd done to the world. Uh, <laughs> he killed himself by taking one of his poisons. <laughs> Died of natural causes, but yeah. He defined the mission of MKUltra as an investigation of how individual behavior could be altered through covert means. He gave this description in 1977 during the Kennedy hearings, testifying via a remote speaker from another room. I don't know why that was said. It was (laughs) mandatory, Gottlieb went on, and of the utmost urgency for our intelligence organization to establish what was possible. So, like, He's a good, he is an advocate for dosing people, which is pretty cool. Like him and Ari Shafir would really get along. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Ari Shafir might be a CIA asset. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like it. The amount of dosing he does to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not, he would at least be if he grew up in the 70s, you know? They would have been like, oh, this guy's perfect for MKUltra. That's true. He probably doesn't even realize he is. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. yeah yeah what it what wolves jackals and foxes the assassins that changed history yeah this was really interesting to to read or find out more in 1958 sydney gobby tried to kill the leader of iraq with a handkerchief unsuccessfully and later they used saddam hussein as a cia acid and the government was overthrown so yeah. like since the cold war like early Cold War, they've been like trying to, I guess, work over the Middle East and it's failed Man, miserably time and time this, again. <laughs> this blew my mind because I didn't realize he was a CIA asset. That, that's insane. Not even just him, but the whole Baptist party. And if you understand Iraq history and like what, like this, this has created all the problems that are happening. Yeah. No, you should Actually, get a little more into the Iraq history because I don't know anything about it. Do, do you think I should right now? Because I, like I do quick, know. If you know enough about it, let's get a good good briefing. So, uh, on why that's so crazy? Yeah. If you basically, want to start with that. From what? Well, I'll just start with the guy first. The guy they they killed in the first place. What's his name again? I think it's a, a Adum Kasim or something like that. General uh, Abdul Kasim. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I have to look further into this, but. It was the guy before Saddam Hussein. Because he... Look it up easy. Yeah, the guy before Saddam Hussein. Well, yeah. The the guy they tried to kill, he 
He was backed by the Russians, I guess. Muhammad, I think it was Musaka. No, that's Iran. Yeah, I don't even know the guy's name. I'm trying to find it, but yeah, sorry. I think it's Gerald Kassam. But uh, anyways, he was a uh, he was backed by the Russians, and we the CIA mm. wanted to overthrow him then, but the uh, White House was like, no, we don't want to piss off the Russians. But then later, I think. It was. It, I think that was Eisenhower, and then later Nixon got into power, and then the uh, Iraqi government, this General Qassam guy, he started trying to uh, nationalize the British American oil company that was selling oil. He wanted. Yeah. He at first he wanted like thirty shares, thirty percent of the shares, or something like that, and then. I don't know how the negotiation went, if they even responded or not, but he ended up passing a bill where he gets 99% of the company. <laughs> but he, he, anyways, he wanted to take the oil in his own country and he, make sure that Iraq people got the profits. That's, that's what he wanted to do. I, I feel like they were stealing Two is degree, my yeah. position on that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Do you, do you understand more no, the I'm economics just, of like... I just wonder if there was financing terms or not, if that was an option. Yes. I think it's like the same as doing what they do to bananas on yeah. a scale, like, cause it's natural resources. They're stripping them up. But I, I also think like if he was really saying like 99% is, is ours, like what's, what's, is the 1% worth enough to pay off the equipment? the infrastructure like if so, <laughs> if so then it's fair yeah 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 i don't know like, I, I i'm that's all i'm questioning i'm not questioning his him doing it at all i agree yeah, they should sure. get paid the most of the most of it yeah like being 100%. in canada i think canada does a good job at that like we might get ripped yeah. off but we get paid well for our natural resources still for sure yeah but yeah, so, this, they're getting ripped off, and he was just trying to get his a good amount. His, and they weren't listening, so he went a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's how the story went. I think I don't totally fully know his story, but anyways, that's when the the Nixon administration gets pissed off, and they're like, okay, uh, let's try and kill him. You know, Sidney <laughs> Godley fails with his stupid plan where he poisons the handkerchief, and then they they yeah. they mail this guy a handkerchief from Egypt. It's a hilarious story. They like it. Mail him a handkerchief from Egypt, and then he gets it. And they're like, "Does this guy even use handkerchiefs? Like, I don't even think he has a jacket where he keeps a handkerchief." And then, like, they like so fart in a jar like, and it. tell him to sniff yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, that's so, a Slurpee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they they end up um, they end up making a new plan where they side with what they call the Baathist party. So the, the ba Baathists, I believe, are a religious group that are like a sect of Sunnis. I'm not 100% on that. But in Iraq, they are a political party. Okay? Okay. And like, I don't know if you know much about like authoritarian governments. Like they do have political parties, but like they're just the only one. You know what I mean? So that was like Saddam Hussein's party was the Baathist party. So they wanted to put the, the Baathists in charge. And the CIA liked Saddam the most. Apparently, they used to, there used to be two CIA handlers who would meet with him once a week in Syria. He had an apartment in Syria. I don't know if the CIA paid for it or not. 
and then eventually he would go he went to like the uh american embassy in iraq and he would play like dominoes there he was just like waiting for the bathers party to like make their move yeah it was this whole nuts operation that had going on and then i forget what's happened there was some kind of problem where uh the general kasam like caught wind that the bathists were gonna overthrow him and they like caught one of the guys and they like i think they killed one of the people and then saddam hussein was like okay we got to move now then so then they took over the country saddam hussein didn't take control right away there was like one guy in between but then he eventually was in charge for i don't know what is that 1960s early 1960s something like that yeah like 50s almost right so then we've now the american government has now established this party right put this people in charge so that we uh have a a person that controls Iraq who's not going to change oil policy in the country. Yeah. Crazy. And then fast forward uh, to 1990s, 1970s. Okay, I think another important piece we got to talk about is Iran. Because yeah. in the 1940s, about like 10 years before this, they did the exact same thing in Iran. Where oh, wow. uh, Iran wanted to nationalize the British uh, oil company. again. And then, uh, so at that time, Iran was like a constitutional monarchy where they had a, a king, which they called the Shah, and they had a democratically elected government, right? And it was kind of like moving towards a democracy, apparently. But what America did was they backed the king and made him an autocracy like leader, you know, like yeah. he was in full control now. Yeah, because the democratic leader was the guy trying to nationalize the oil, so they were just like, "Fuck that guy, put <laughs> this guy in charge." Yeah, and, uh, let's the give Shah the king the up, ammo and the weapons. Yeah, and the money. And the, the the Shah ended up being the leader of the country uh, up until the 1970s when he was overthrown by the present uh, group of people, the um, uh, their uh, Shiite Islamic uh, extremists, basically that uh. They're a theocracy is what that's called, you know, where they just, they think like religion is like, it should be the head of the state. The, yeah. the king was replaced by the, the uh, what's that guy's name? The Grand Ayatollah. You know, he yeah. wears like a magic hat and shit. Yeah. And like he, he banned chess and SpongeBob, you know, he's just crazy guy. <laughs> he was, he was ahead on SpongeBob. Yeah. Like, I'm all for gay folks, but they're against them. I hear. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's the kind of guy he is. Uh, and the thing was, is when that happened, I'm kind of glossing over a lot of details. Yeah. Uh, no worries. When that happened, though. There's lots to look up. We yeah. gloss over a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. We'll have to do more on, more on Iran. I'd love to talk more on Iran. But yeah. uh, uh, basically, when this happens, when the theocracy takes over, uh, Saddam Hussein invades iran oh, and there's wow. like iraq iran war and saudi arabia and the united states back saddam hussein fund him in this war and then he thinks it's going to be a quick war but it ends up being like trench warfare and it's actually a stalemate and neither side wins and saddam hussein ends up fucking himself over and he ends up being broke and so he's like <laughs> he's like uh 
this is like around the 90s, I think, where things he starts realizing he's broke and shit. He ends up having, he actually had like the fourth largest army in the world, like in terms of like uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, around like 1990s. And it was as a result of this war ending and stuff. And the country was going broke. And so uh, he starts trying to like raise the oil price. And then OPEC like lowers it to just screw Iraq over, right? Yeah. So OPEC is like all the Gulf states. Saudi Arabia runs this. And he's like pissed off because he's like, I fought this war for you guys. You guys funded me then, but now that I'm trying to raise, that was his argument, you know? So then he, he feels like he's in a position where he's got, he has to lay off a bunch of soldiers to save money. And if he does that, you know, he's looking at like a revolution he's thinking. And then he's also like, I got to make money and get more oil. So that that's when he ends up invading Kuwait. And there's, that's when the United States ends up flipping on him. So they've backed him all these years, and now they're, he invades Kuwait, and they're like, okay, we're going to invade Iraq. And that's when the Gulf War starts. And, uh, I mean, just the fact that we then later, in the 2000s, when we reinvade Iraq under George Bush II, they kill him, right? They end up killing him that time. And then... Uh, the Baptist Party, I don't know if you, you know this, but they, they generals that worked for Saddam Hussein after he died, they went off and formed ISIS. That's, wow. That's who went off and did that. So that's what blew my mind, is that the Baptist Party that was installed by the United States government has now resulted into that becoming that group. That, that was the craziest thing to me. Wow. Oh, shit. No surprise there. I got to go pee quick. Okay. Yeah, back. Hey. <laughs> so, so yeah, with getting back to to Sydney Gobley from that, because it's it was interesting to know what he kind of caused or what he helped cause. Yeah, in with at the least whole Saddam Hussein thing, for sure. How that conflict came about today and what where it's at today even is pretty crazy. Definitely, for sure. All crazy stuff, you know. Maybe we'll talk about more in other episodes as we get into more CIA operations. Yeah. But uh, yeah, back to Sydney Gottlieb and what he's all about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We don't want to get too far into the Iranian brainwave stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get on to God Gottlieb's. So yeah, supposedly he was also a frequent user of LSD, and an idea of his was to set up a string of CIA controlled brothels in San Francisco, which ended up operating for eight years. So, so very successful. Uh, And quite possibly a Jeffrey Epstein type of figure. It makes you think like maybe he just wanted to push LSD and this was a convenient honey trapping thing the cia could do and they got to do their mutual yeah (laughs) yeah and maybe the cia got to take that as to their advantage and push him as a the in the kinzer propaganda style yeah but yeah it's just crazy to think of the 
the honey trapping and they were using two-way mirrors then probably had cameras even in the 50s yeah they were doing like aerosol sprays in the room the prostitute would leave the room and then they would aerosol spray the room with lsd yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly exactly but yeah same with the mush with the, the whole mushroom journalist thing like again they say it ended up creating that hippie movement and yeah. which led to the protest and against the war that was far more effective but we we know now or we like i guess some people might have knew before uh with that chaos book from tom o'neill like i believe that's his name charles manson is a perfect yeah. example of lsd and the cia yeah and how they're how they're responsible for some in totally insane shit yeah and we know uh jeffrey epstein was a like espionage asset maybe possibly cia connected if not for other governments who's not to say like this honey trapping thing's been going on forever and i'm sure we can get into those episodes too because there's a lot i there's lots of common stance of it too in even like uh world war ii german stuff yeah yeah for sure apparently that's one another thing i heard sydney godley was doing early in the mk ultra trials he was going to uh germany and uh fucking there was or sorry for my language there was camp there and he was uh no worries he was uh uh loading up pow's with uh drugs Lots of drugs. That's why, according to Stephen Kinzer, the way he wrote it was really strange, though. He tried to say that Sidney Gobley went there and was using POWs because they were easy, easily disposable bodies. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. I mean, it's a good idea. Yeah. Well, one, one thing I found strange was they'd been doing that, though, since before he was hired with other Nazi scientists. So it was just like, I felt like it was another way for him to be attributed to shit. You know what I mean? True. That's true, too. Especially because we know, like, they went there to save people from concentration camps. So why would they be fucking destroying all these people (laughs) (laughs) as well? (laughs) Like, but then again, who knows? Yeah. OSS is some crazy ass shit that led to the CIA and MKUltra. And that's why I also think it's kind of weird to say, oh, yeah, this was definitely Sidney Godlieb. Like, yeah. what about all the OSS stuff? What about Project Chatter? Yeah. What about Project Bluebird? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Godlieb seemed to come around at the same time or after Project Bluebird and was just an LSD advocate. <laughs> exactly. Whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing or whether he not... Hit- he had good or bad intentions. He definitely didn't start this. Yeah, he definitely didn't start this and probably had bad intentions. Definitely yeah. did fucked up and horrible shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, at, oh, at the orders of Alan Dulles, and no one can deny that. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, he was working with Nazi doctors and uh, kind of like the good cops today. Yeah. He, he, he didn't he had maybe he had to just put food on the table for his family 
But he could yeah. have also killed himself. That's another option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always an option. Yeah, that's always a that's always an option. Not a, good, not a good one. Like, if you're Sydney Godley, unfortunately, your family will be sad. But yeah, some people might say exactly that. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. Sidney Galvin's family didn't. Maybe they weren't bad people, or maybe they were. Maybe they were all Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> maybe his kids were all like eight, over eighteen and living in, at home still, and like <laughs> his wife, uh, she'd sell you a subprime mortgage, like whatever's the hot fad and bullshit. That's what she's up to. Yeah. Like now she sells you fucking Beachbody Fitness and Herbalife shakes. <laughs> but she doesn't even sell them that she sells you a dream of selling it to other people yeah multi-level marketer <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that would be uh sydney godlieb's wife so yeah <laughs> if that's the case like you might as well kill yourself <laughs> it's like that guy that lawyer uh so th- there's been some crazy ass videos coming out of people in the in the US and the, there's one lady who like just starts making fun of this girl in the gas station saying racist shit about being Mexican and like takes her shirt off and her, her boob comes out or some crap like that <laughs> ridiculous stuff yeah but yeah this guy's uh this lady's husband He's like owns a law firm and then he comes out with an apology video where he's like crying or fake crying the next day. <laughs> it's just some hilarious, it's just some <laughs> ridiculous, hilarious shit where it's like at that point, nah, you just gotta kill yourself. Teach your teach your wife a lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you gotta do. Sometimes you gotta commit, you know? Like it's not yeah. for me, it's this for my wife. Like if you really yeah. love that's what you'll do teach her a lesson (laughs) (laughs) be like i did this because of you (laughs) that's what you gotta write on the letter (laughs) 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 i did this because of you and i wish i ate more pop tarts (laughs) 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 you gotta write something cool too like a memento like yeah (laughs) you can't just blame blame her and let her get away with the whole your life (laughs) Like, it's it's over at that point anyways, so that's why I'm saying you might as well end it. Like, you're an old guy, and, like, <laughs> you know your business is failing. Like, if you go bankrupt, you're going to probably die of some sort of stress reason or get cancer. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Breaking Bad style. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if if not... <laughs> At least go out in a blaze of glory and you'll look cool on the news. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe you, maybe uh, that's not cool. Maybe people will be like, oh yeah, he was virtue signaling. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I liked his memento, but he was fucking virtue signaling with his wife there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He probably said raise his shit at home before he... (laughs) Before she did that, probably watched Dave Chappelle with her and thought it was funny. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. It was two thousand fucking three. Yeah. 
or whatever the fuck that shit came out. That shit, that shit was so funny. <laughs> People thought blackface was funny then. Like, of course, Dave Chappelle's fucking hilarious, and I still think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, funniest and, man alive. Yeah, if you don't like transgender jokes, well, it's because you're sensitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I I want someone to explain to me why you don't like a joke. <laughs> like that would be my. That's all I want to know. Why Why don't you like the joke? Yeah. Because any joke is like, they probably don't have bad intentions. And if yeah. they do, and that can be a good reason why you don't like the joke. You just got to explain why you believe they have bad intentions. Like make it like a you know like a good essay. Like, you don't have to write, you could have the worst grammar ever and you don't even need to know how to spell. <laughs> Just explain your, like, facts with, like, one to three supporting facts. Like, you can't just have an opinion and not support it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I think you can make those jokes if you make people laugh. <laughs> and if you don't make people laugh, then... You should stop making those fucking jokes. They should have never made it to a fucking special. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're making those jokes in a club, like, and you're testing them out, like, that's fair. That that's fair game, I think, at the club. Like, but yeah, to what degree? That's a good. To what degree? That's a good. Yeah, degree. I don't know. Like, Dave, I feel like a bad damn. joke. Just a bad joke. Oh, if it's not funny, then no one laughed. And maybe it was kind of stupid or racist, but that was just you not realizing it's not funny, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if, yeah, I don't think you should get roasted. You should get roasted hard enough at the club. Yeah. You should just get made fun of. But the fact it's not going to go viral, I think, is worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's, It's like journalists should agree. We're not going to write about it either. But <laughs> anyone who seeing... goes there should be able to like, be like, wow, Joe Rogan, you were dumb as fuck for saying what <laughs> the fuck you said. <laughs> like the same way, like you should be able to say that at his pod, but you shouldn't be able to say that on the news randomly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you'd be like, yeah. here's what he said. <laughs> and here's why. I th- Unless you're like, here's why he's dumb. which is also i think the point of joe rogan's whole podcast yeah (laughs) yeah he's like i like a long form thing because that way you can explain yourself and and just with the call colion noir one he just had he was like there's been some people who came on my podcast and had less followers or like lost people because after i questioned them (laughs) Yeah, and they're hundred percent flawed, and I'm like, who is that? I'm wondering who that is. <laughs> well, I probably like Milo Yiannopoulos. You ever watch his? No, he his. was on there. Yeah, he did. He went on there way back when he was still popular, and he uh oh, he got roasted he hard so, because such he, an he idiot. Was, yeah, he got roasted hard for being super into Christianity and like Joe Rogan super against Catholicism and started being like, man, it doesn't make sense. They're fucking, they're wizards, man. They're wearing wizard robes. And he's like, 
Milo Yiannopoulos is trying to be like all Western values are based on Christianity. Like he's just like an insane person. He's like yeah. Joe. Even though you don't believe it, all your values are based on Christian values. It's a, it's an insane clip. True. I mean, he's he, he's he retarded, also like, but that's, yeah. Even if that's true, it's like a lot. That's not even how most people practice religion, though. <laughs> Yeah, not, that has nothing to do with practicing religion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the laws are also yes, the laws are based on those values, but other religions have those same values. <laughs> yeah, he he legit said that every place that it doesn't have Christian values is a fucked up place. <laughs> That's funny. Well, it's crazy. not funny. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy it's, guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fact that if you don't even know that other religions predate Christianity and are the exact same thing with less of this, with less stories. Yeah. <laughs> or different stories, like you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100%. just like, and at, at the same time, like, yeah, religion's messed up and it's all like control of information and interpretation of information. Like, unless you know whatever language these original religious texts were written in, like, and you don't, unless you have a time machine and you came from way back then, <laughs> in which case, like, how the fuck are you handling watching this pod? <laughs> Please comment below and call the number. Like, I'll hang out, give you a few Botoes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get that good Canadian weed. <laughs> 2020 shit. But yeah. How would how would you ever understand religious texts? Like for Yeah. At the same time, like that is something crazy to attack someone on. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Well, I feel like we roasted everybody in this episode today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, I do like Joe Rogan. I like Joey Diaz. Those guys shouldn't oh, yeah. get canceled. Like, yeah. how do you, how do you go, how do you get mad at a friggin' addict? That's that's all my thing is. Yeah, an admitted one. Yeah, someone who's openly trying to be better, get better. Like, and said something exact. If you know him at all exaggerated as hell as a joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and also his kidnap someone so like <laughs> if you're cool with, if you're cool with kidnapping you're cool with joey diaz <laughs> same damn <laughs> thing yeah. yeah one of his most fucked up and hilarious stories oh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah yeah we went really hard on the this shit uh sydney got a little bit he, like there's a lot uh, about him out there, but there's also a, a lot that isn't out there because of everything that got destroyed in those crazy ass fires. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure he'll come up time and time again, like he already has with, our, with the OSS and more with the CIA and the MK Ultra stuff as we get deeper into different little uh, operations and experiments and what we thought gone on there and what, um, we can find on the internet and yeah we're trying to just report the facts and the research we're not bending you along on some dumbass conspiracy theory where we get back to religion at the end or 
<laughs> tell you tell you Donald Trump is gonna tell Tom Cruise that uh no more Scientology or we're not gonna tell you Dianetics is the cure to your mental health issues or whatever the heck that is. But I do think <laughs> like psychedelics may or may not be the cure to your mental health issues. I do. Yeah. I'd love to see more testing on it. Uh I think they know a lot behind it like the guys behind this know a lot and they may or may not have destroyed the records because they're also assholes no they're also narco uh people like weren't they actually pharmacists working for pharmacist companies uh like no they were arresting pharmacist companies the narcotics officers actually they were arresting pharmacist companies instead of like foreign ones i don't know they know (laughs) Just like the French and German ones. I don't so, know. Yeah. Merck I, I don't Bayer. know if. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if they did work with pharma, American oh, yeah. pharmaceutical oh, yeah. companies. Did you but hear, yeah. Did you hear the recent news though? Bayer is paying $11 billion or something in uh, lawsuits due to Roundup settlement. No. Yeah. Pretty crazy. But yeah, that's what your pharmaceutical have to companies look that are up. up to. Poisoning everyone's Roundup. <laughs> poisoning ever yeah yeah some cool ass shit yeah but but yeah like todd was saying uh that's the pod for this week we went hard in the bonus episode last week if you want to hear some extra jib jab well more than we already did right now and uh going a bit deep on iran iran and stuff just because I, yeah. I never heard about it before. I wanted to hear more about like Saddam and Iraq. Well, that's and Iraq. That yeah. Thing. Well, yeah. yeah, I, yeah well, yeah. Iraq is the U.S. now. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not. Uh, they're yeah, just never going to leave there and they're occupying it. And yeah. <laughs> controlling the democratic process. Just like they don't really manage to do in their own country, but try to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, Iraq, Iran, two very different countries at the moment, but may or may not be both controlled by the U.S. Yeah, or attempted to. Who knows if the whole, like, what we see on the news is true or not. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they might, they seem to be giving this Iranian president a lot of money for a guy who's an enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. Like versus the Venezuelan government that where there's trade sanctions and they're not getting money. Yeah, or are they? I'd like to. I'd like to know more about that too. Maybe I should look more into it. Well, I don't That's know what what you're talking about with the Iranian ones. I'm pretty sure they're also getting squeezed. No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'll, we'll have to look more into because that's what we're about the research here. But yeah, yeah, I, I swear Obama was paying them money to shut up. That was a long time ago. That was a one-time yeah, deal, so. and That's Trump a long... ripped that up. Todd knows what's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it more in another time. But Venezuela's getting roasted. Yeah, it's getting yeah. too late here. We we like to do our stuff late night because uh, that's uh, you know, when things are best in the underground bunker, yeah. and according to our detection systems, our counterintelligence surveillance systems, when the least satellites are watching us because they're busy watching everything that's active on the other sides of the earth. (laughs) So we try to talk so they can't really hone in too hard on us. 
<laughs> that's also why we're in the underground bunker is top secret location <laughs> yeah they can't find us down here and they yeah. can't they can't watch our podcast but you can yeah exactly <laughs> youtube has shadow banned them from us and the rest of everybody else <laughs> but yeah we're down to do a swap cast hopefully cia or fbi or any of those organizations with their own youtube channel you guys want to get on a zoom call with us we're down uh we're, we're making sure we're doing the social distance we don't want to get caught up in the pandemic and get uh given the pneumonia along with the covid because we know uh you know it's not just covid they give you pneumonia that's how they really get you yeah yeah that's <laughs> what the 5g is for <laughs> covid <laughs> might be everywhere but pneumonia is only where 5g is look it up <laughs> I'm fucking with you guys. I don't have any fucking clue. That's that's fucking stupid. <laughs> but yeah, really sad for yeah. everybody who's fucking got that shit right now, and it's fucking retarded. It's spiking in the U.S. Wear a fucking mask. Yeah. If you're going out, otherwise just social distance. Yeah. You're not wearing a mask. Just stay away from people, and don't put your hands in your fucking mouth, you dummy. <laughs> Or your nose, or your ears. Or your butt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Any orifices. But yeah, I'll quit preaching now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Don't forget, if you got comments, uh, if, you, if you want some cool-ass merch, send us some money on PayPal. We'll make a change. We'll, get, we'll give lunch to homeless men, or if you send us a note with it, we'll do whatever you ask in the note. Unless that's some racist ass shit, then we won't. We'll uh, yeah. send your money to the opposite of what you tell us to do. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's a clever idea to trick us into doing something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'd love to see it. Hit the PayPal link below. Uh, su- subscribe to the pod on all those different platforms. Uh, yeah <laughs> you, you download it on apple and li- like listen to it and give us a five-star rating there that that would be dope but also yeah pods too uh, yeah download it on all platforms yeah youtube like subscribe <laughs> create a few accounts subscribe with those spotify anchor yeah. if you've never heard of it we're on there too <laughs> that's what we host at it yeah make your own pod <laughs> Let us know how you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, send in your trip stories too. We got the email below. We'd love to get your trip stories. Uh, so so we can read them on the pod. Put them in our blog. Blog coming soon. We just got to figure that shit out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's why we're hiring the production assistant. Yeah, get by that intern. Hi- by hiring, we mean uh, you get equity, you get royal motherfucking tees, or you get a co-op. Depend depends how committed you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll sign off on your forty hours of volunteer hours for high school or whatever the hell it is you're trying to do. <laughs> but hopefully, you're not just doing forty hours. We can't afford that fucking bullshit. We need we need serious bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or whatever what's a what's a guy female what's a guy equivalent to a bitch i don't know guys are bitches too like let's let's be straight up like 
I'm not trying to say bitch is a derogatory term against women, but I yeah. want to know what's if a bitch is a female dog, what's a guy dog? Jason? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that works. <laughs> I'd like to know if there's a if there's a real term and I'm just I just don't know what it is. We'll look that up for the next pod. Yeah. <laughs> or just or just somebody somebody tell me. Just yeah. someone tell me. Comment below. Anybody. <laughs> ask it all my friends. Yeah, ask it all my friends. I don't friends want, and fans. I'm too lazy to use Google. <laughs> That's what dumb people do. <laughs> they watch the news <laughs> instead of look at the internet. Unless you're watching Al Jazeera or like a bunch of offshore newses that are like completely biased, you can't totally trust what you're reading. Ted Turner. Yeah. Ted Turner wants a paycheck. Exactly. <laughs> Fox News wants a paycheck. These guys are just wants taking, a paycheck. Yeah, they are just they don't just need ratings, they need fucking US government dollars. <laughs> like they want to pay less taxes. They want to do this, they want to do that. Who do you think lets him? It's not like the government. It's not you. CIA. It's not you dummies <laughs> at home watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's the government and their their means of force. <laughs> <laughs> Whether that's the IRS or the CIA, yeah. Or the space, <laughs> or the space force, if you want to watch that episode. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I'm keep rambling. My bad. <laughs> Thanks for staying up late with us. Yeah. If you're watching it late, if you're if you're watching it earlier on the road, or you're sleeping listening to it, that's what we recommend. You just put it on repeat and sleep to it, especially if you, <laughs> especially if you got it on YouTube and you got some of those Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> it's not a work day tomorrow. You're working from home. <laughs> yeah. Put those Bluetooth headphones in for the night. Put one in at a time. You wait. You wake up when one goes out. You set an alarm. <laughs> you set <laughs> <laughs> and then you make sure the pod's still going you play it until you wake up and then you're good for the day and then you can uh, that way you can listen to us all day and night yeah <laughs> or just all night like we don't care if you don't want to listen to us just do it while you're sleeping you'll get smarter and then you'll want to listen to it while you're awake because you're smarter <laughs> 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 all right but all right we're here for you if you want to comment below again don't forget to like and subscribe rate us five stars follow us on ig twitter and uh thanks for watching yeah signing off peace, peace. <coughs>